Hey, it's the 287th episode of the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes here without a tuna, which we'll get to. We have Dan Ween. What's up? And Thomas Caswell. The end of an era and the beginning of a new one. <laughs> Especially considering last week's episode I titled Tata Tuna. Yeah, I like that. That was good. <laughs> it was a reference to Bye Bye Butterfree. Um, oh, okay. We can now say congratulations to the tunas. On uh, welcoming, Mr. Mrs. Tuna. welcoming yeah. the first spawn into the family. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, child. The child is with us. Yes, I woke up well, to a lovely with text yes. with 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 the world, the the royal us. I woke up to a lovely text. I didn't expect it to be an early morning affair. I thought we, I was going to be apprehensively <laughs> waiting all day to hear the news and. Um, yeah. I woke up late and I saw the conversation that you guys were already having because it started two hours before I got up and uh, I thought some of it was funny. <laughs> I did that as well. I woke up late and then by the time I woke up, you guys had already. So I just yeah, messaged was... him separately because um, I ended up taking today off to get a bunch of other stuff done. So I ended up staying up all night, though, doing a bunch of other crap. And then I slept. In, I, I slept probably from like like three to ten today, mm. which was <laughs> so I woke up and I was like, well, all right. Guess I don't have to ask how that's going. <laughs> so, uh, congrats to Alex, and uh, that's enough of that. We'll hear from him again, I'm sure, in like a month. At some gotta point. say, gotta say, we, we did see a picture of the of the kid, and as far as fresh out the womb <laughs> babies go, yeah, cute kid, yeah, cute kid, like yeah, surprisingly, not, not an ugly baby, not an ugly baby, and I've at seen all. some ugly babies, absolutely, absolutely. But no, we I'm sure we'll have some more updates on the child eventually that's actually what we're going to call it instead of instead of baby tuna we're going to call it the child just to confuse tune everyone tune June. yeah <laughs> tune June. um all right so let's jump into today's episode it's 208 so 287 i realized this on the last one and i did check our 300th episode is the final episode before halo infinite comes out halo infinite comes out like three <laughs> days after so 301 we get to kick off with Halo discussion, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, After we play the official Halo drinking game. We're going to have to do something for Halo for that episode. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have for 300. But we're going to have to do something for that. Um, we'll, I guess we'll we can start thinking about it. Yeah, it's crazy to think thinking about it. It'll not, be here. It'll be here in no time. No time at all. <laughs> it will be. It will be 2022. It will be like it is right around the corner. We're like oh, I, 300 I, I, so far away. Dude, and then August may as well not have existed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. It's uh, it's a lot closer than we think. And plus, uh, that's the first week of December. And then uh, I've got my my number two countdown after that, which is Christmas Day this year. I'm eligible for my booster shot. So uh, yes. <laughs> a little Christmas treat. Yeah, a little Christmas present for myself right there. Yeah. So um, a lot to look forward to there. Why don't we just jump in to our Pokemon? I love this Pokemon. I, you know what? I agree. Today's Pokemon, number 287. Oh. Slokoth. Mm. Uh, Slokoth. Yeah, Slokoth. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, anyone want to <laughs> guess what its name is derived from? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, a combination of Slacker and Moth. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's, it's Sloth. <laughs> Sloth and Slack Off 
It's a combination of sloth right. and slack off. Really? Okay. Because it says category is slacker. So <laughs> yeah, but that's what slack off, like slack off, slack off. Yeah. Yeah. So um, like, yeah. Like jack off. So this Pokemon is like a gag Pokemon a little bit. It's a little now it, it doesn't get quite as badass in a single evolution like Magikarp does. And we're going to talk about it. it is a three liner. So, you know, it's going to have something hopefully competent by the end. But similar to Magikarp, it can feel very useless at the beginning of the game because it has a very specific um, ability, which is called Tront. And that ultimately means every other turn it can make. A I thought move. it was true. Oh, yep. Yeah, I have dyslexia. We've gone over this. Uh, so it's okay. truant. <laughs> That's why I also just said slock <laughs> I've read it backwards. Two things in a row now. Um, so basically, this Pokemon, every other turn, you can only make a move. So you can't do anything. Almost kind of like when you have a Pokemon that is too high level for you and it disobeys you. Right. This Pokemon will <laughs> consistently, every other turn, do fuck all. Yeah. Well, no, because those are too high level. This one's just too high. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, <laughs> plays out of his mind. I mean, I, I got to tell you, Sloth, very cool. I think they're awesome. Um, this one's pretty cute. You know that 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 like taking a shit can kill them. Did you know I about this? Not. Yeah, what? they uh, they only take a shit every few weeks, and it's like they shit like a third of their body weight at a time, and like it can be dangerous. <laughs> That's I, wild. I'm amazed by this. I want more facts on. On sloth shits. They're an absolutely oh, bizarre out. creature. I like it feels like it's a combination of a couple tropes they've done, like that they've created for themselves. You know, it's a little bit like um Snorlax because it's supposed to sleep all the time and it's very slow and it's lazy. It's a little bit like magic carp and that it's supposed to be kind of useless. But if you can just drive through and get it evolved, it will become very not useless and powerful. Um, so I think I think it's a really fun interesting cool pokemon and i like anytime they pull a new animal they haven't used we haven't had a sloth yet here's the weird okay so i'm looking at the evolutions now and mm-hmm. i know we'll get into them in the next couple weeks it doesn't exactly like it gets better than it gets worse again you mean the design or the actual pokemon? no just like the actual pokemon because oh. i'll just read off the type i'll just read off the category that it has them in uh-huh. so the the secondary category is wild monkey uh-huh. for the for the first evolution the second evolution lazy yes <laughs> sure that's just the descriptor of it it becomes I know, even I think it's funny it, it becomes even more like um snorlax in that way but also like snorlax it is very strong so you know i think snorlax is like the sleeping pokemon so that's kind of your mileage <laughs> may vary with how useful it may or may not be um so, so this is this is this is wild okay I, i'm uncovering some incredible facts about sloth poop so sloth poop is yes they they only poop once a week because they have to they usually live high on the trees and because they are so slow they have to come down to the ground to poop and that's and, and so they only do it in limited quantities which is why like they shit like a, a third of the body weight i thought that like the act of the poop right was killing them mm-hmm. but it's not it's because because they're so slow and because they take forever to shit because they're shitting out, you know, they're a third <laughs> of the body weight, they're just very vulnerable because they're on the ground. Yeah. That makes way more sense. That is yeah. why it's like imagine it is apparently it is apparently it so responsible. <laughs> it's apparent well, that's that's what I thought, but apparently this is how half of all sloths die. That's why in the middle while taking a shit. You Especially know, when I'm and hunting them. Who wouldn't love to go out on the crapper? 
I uh, wouldn't. Uh, we know Elvis did. <laughs> he did indeed pull one out. I, I would yeah. not want to. This but yes, big awful. Big fan of no Slack. Big yeah, fan if of I'm Slack. Go out, it's got to be in a way that I can get a request in for someone to erase my browsing history first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big fan of Slack off. Good evolutionary evolutionary line, which I know we'll be uh, getting to. Yeah. In the coming weeks. I think it's a good Pokemon. It's a nice step up from, from recent ones. Um, so, uh, Dan, that's a funny thing you say. It's a, it's a common thing people often say. But you know what <laughs> I think? I think, fuck it. If anything, when you die, whatever whatever secrets you have and everything should just come out. Like everyone well, should have full access to your brow just to make life more interesting. So, because otherwise, uh, you're, just, you're just closer and closer every day to being forgotten. But maybe someone will be so interested in your in, in, insane browsing history that you will then live on in discussions well, the, for much longer than part you is, have regardless. I don't think I don't even think my browsing history is that bad. Like I I'm usually incognito for anything that's not something I want would want people to see anyway because I have to go to work and then like I don't want to accidentally type mm. in like anything for like I could type in like goals and it like I don't want it to come up with like girls sucking blank and it's just like okay whoa <laughs> so I just I make sure anything in that realm is <laughs> in incognito <laughs> I was just like, well, what else could it be? Sucking blank. Like, you're not leaving much up to the imagination. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm just giving a terrible example at the last second. I don't, I don't. Fun dip. They're just I, sucking I down wonder, fun dip. I wonder if that was a thing, right? So we've got, we got, we got uh, Chrisville over here where the law is when you die, your entire browser history is put on blast. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many of our heroes. All your text messages. Died. I, w I wonder how many famous people that we know who like died and like we revere them, like they just like died before the shitty part of their life came out, you know, like, oh, you were into kitty porn, you know, like <laughs> or something weird yeah, from Subway. Yeah. It's so. like, yeah, it, <laughs> it's like, did you know that Mr. Rogers was like a raging gambling addict? He just could not control himself. He had <laughs> so much coming. <laughs> uh, it would be oh, you're not talking about Kenny Rogers. No, 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 no. Nor Roy Rogers, who had much better chicken in my... Yes. Yeah, I was thinking more of the songs. My Kenny Rogers, that would make um... sense there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's just open it up to whatever, because before we got started, you guys were going off straight into unsnack territory. Um, so let's just... Uh, we got to get into it. Mm. We're, we're talking about McFlurries ahead of the show. We, a lot of lost, lost good content today. Um, <laughs> so, Dan, I tuned out because I was trying to save it for the show. What is this pie you ate today from Burger King? So, <laughs> okay. So, to preface, I went to lunch and had a real lunch with real food today. Uh, and then it was, uh, so I had like uh, fettuccine Alfredo. So, I came home and I was like, I have to eat before the podcast. Because otherwise, we're starving during the podcast. I need to order something quick. And then I was like, I haven't had Burger King in years. And it's usually for a good reason. It's not very good. Uh, but I decided let's get some Burger King. And they have a product on their menu for $2 or so called a Hershey Pie. Uh, it's been there for at least 20 years on the menu. So it's not new. So many people might know what I'm talking about already. Mm -hmm. uh, it. I, I'm trying to get like a picture. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to turn my phone down. We can see it. It looks like this. Okay. Okay. It almost yeah. looks like a cheesecake. It's a. It's like a chocolate pie. It's like whipped cream, though. Is it's it like mousse? Cheesecake. Is it a mousse? It's just like it's mousse and whipped yeah, cream and chocolate. Sense. All right. There we go. Okay. Yeah, that's all it is. Uh, that's it's not like bad. A good, 
it's like an ice cream sundae looking pie thing. Yeah. That's much better go. than I expected. Yeah. And so that's all that was. And then you guys were like, whoa, what, what the hell could this be? Well, and I'm like, you're like, well, I went to Burger King and I got a Hershey's pie. I didn't I was go. Like, okay, yeah. I and then I asked what it was. And you said chocolate sundae pie. And I was like, why what does sundae have to do with that? anything? No, it's like an ice cream sundae type thing. <laughs> oh, sundae, like an ice cream. That's what I said. I thought, I thought sorry, sorry. <laughs> I definitely was fixated on the idea of it being related to the day. Burger yeah. King is one of the fast food places I'll go to because they have Impossible Burger. So also, now there's the lines that I can get it, but yeah, that's true too. <laughs> that's, and that, I like it, that they have onion rings. Onion rings are fucking. It, it is that one I I always is the one that oh it's man it's been it's been years since I've had a burger yeah. like it is that brand mm-hmm. and you know you say it's bad but I mean I I actually think like their burgers are like pretty decent. Yeah, you know, in the fast yeah. food world, yeah, um, I agree. I do yeah. think that their fries are, are severely lacking. Obviously, you gotta get onion the... rings when you go to Burger King, anyway. Yeah, the onion that's, rings. That's what you go there for. I don't. I never. I don't like onion rings. Oh, do you not? Oh, do you like blooming onions? No, I'm not an onions guy. Oh. I like. I'll have them in something with like yeah. where it's hidden, kind of, but as an actual like feature. No, the uh, they have like an onion ring dip. Tom at Burger King too. Mm-hmm. It's similar mm-hmm. to like the kind of zesty dip that you get with like a blooming onion. It's really good. Next time you're there, that's what you should get. Don't their fries are, are junk. You don't get the fries. That's Speaking of blooming onion, I went to Outback yesterday. Oh fuck! <laughs> nice. And you honestly, didn't get no, the like, onion. like uh, occasionally my mom wants to get lunch, and I'm like, all right. Like, and she's like, you want to go to Outback? And I was like, eh, I guess I could do Outback. Yeah. And it's just one of those places. It's like the steak's gonna be below average. Everything else is gonna be below average. But Except the blue okay onion. Time. That's why you go. You, you're missing. See, as a non-onion like fan, you're going to the wrong restaurant. <laughs> I do like the coconut shrimp from there. As a non-onion fan, <laughs> coconut shrimp the are always coconut shrimp solid. Um, now, I, I just, sorry, one last ahead. thing about Burger King. I, I may have mentioned this a year ago, but I don't remember. But it was it was fairly. It was probably like two months into the pandemic. Um, it was at a point where people were starting to get a little tired of the pandemic. They <laughs> look at where we are now, <laughs> like you know, but. It was I still got a second pretty winner. bad. Um, <laughs> I went to Burger King and I hadn't ever been to this Burger King. In fact, I don't think I'd been to Burger King, period, at this point. But they had the Impossible Burger. So it's like, I'm going to go get myself an Impossible Burger. Go to Burger King. And when I, the guy at the window, first of all, not wearing a mask and just looks dirty. And I've got my mask <laughs> on and he takes my card and he's talking to me. And he's just like, just he's like, looks dirty. Amazing. He's like, man, like. It's so slow here. It's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, and it, people are just like not coming in anymore. It's like, yeah, well, you know, it's, you pan- shit food, sir. it's a pandemic. <laughs> and he's just like, I don't know. I'm kind of over this whole mask thing. And I was like, yeah, he handed me that food because I'd already paid for it at this point. I paid it the, 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 the first it right window. Out. <laughs> I literally went. I threw it out. I did not eat that food. I did not <laughs> eat that fucking food. Then I, I, I looked at the Burger King on Google Maps had one star. This Burger oh King my had God, one star. That's amazing. So, oh, it was so everyone that's was like, so this place funny. is filthy. I was like, fuck. <laughs> the thing with Burger King is, and I'm not sure when this became a thing or if it was always a thing and I never noticed it. You'll find like the the lower income the area usually is where a Burger King will be compared to the other fast food places. Yeah, but this I was near if, my old bougie apartment. Complex. It might be because it's cheap. It might be because like the rent is cheap on the building. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it's it's always like that. And usually it's lower quality food than the others as well. So I generally avoid it. The burgers. So weird. 
the flame grilledness. If you like that, then you'll like it. But their food, though, compared to like a McDonald's or Wendy's, like you're talking about like the three classic fast food places in the U.S. had traditionally been portion size, like more like better, healthier for you and like better for your buck. Like you're typically getting more for your money. And it was usually like better food quality, too. But I guess now when we have much better, like semi-fast, like slow fast food places, like we have so many burger places now and things that you can go to, like, why would you? It, it also like when those places popped up, McDonald's and Wendy's did kind of have to at least raise their game a tiny bit, even if it's the yeah, minimum amount, because they do have slightly better meat. Qual- well, at least I don't know if Wendy's Wendy's probably the same as it always was, but McDonald's definitely. Wendy's, better they beef. don't freeze the burgers. It's not the whole thing. Yeah, it's like Wendy's is fine. So, I mean, that's like the whole thing. It's thing. my favorite. It's my favorite fast food, uh, fast food chain. in and out burgers and stuff are are good. Their fries are kind of crap. But their whole thing is that you get the animal sauce, right? Or whatever. Get animal style. Yeah. Yeah. But the, their whole thing, the whole reason their food is good and people like it is, A, it's very cheap. It's like crazy cheap. It doesn't actually yeah. make sense. But B is nothing is frozen. The buns are delivered, not frozen. They cut the tomatoes in front of you. They're cutting the lettuce in front of you. They're like peeling and like cutting the potatoes before they turn them into fries. So everything is fresh, which is also part of why they expand really slow because they have to then have a new pipeline to have fresh produce brought in every day. Um, But that's why people like it because it's like you eat the bun. You're like, oh, this is what a fresh like piece of bread tastes like. (laughs) Tom, you mentioned Wendy's your favorite fast food, right? Yeah. Yeah. A year ago. I don't know. Okay. I I really can't. When next time you go, jalapeno popper chicken sandwich. There you go. I like the Baconator. I'm a Baconator fan. I, I, I'm a big Baconator fan, too, but that thing I'll is I'll do that, delicious. and then I'll go have a Bloomin' Onion over at uh, Alpha. Perfect. What I did have was uh, uh, my first ch- chili dog, chili cheese dog. Ooh. I was at the shore this past weekend, and I've got some other things to talk You're about. You're such a New Jerseyite now. I would just, just like hop into it. The shore. But I was in, I was at Ocean City. I was in Maryland, actually, yeah. of all places. I went down oh, with my friend Austin. Uh, you've met Austin before, uh, Dan. I went down for his birthday. He'd been there all week. Uh, his is actually going down this next weekend. Uh, he, uh, his parents like own one of the mo- or not his parents. Someone in his family like owns one of the motels in the area. So like, oh we wow, all get, get rooms. It was not fancy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I had my first chili cheese dog. It was weird though because the the place like like sliced the 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 sausage in half and then like. So it was like more of like a sandwich than a hot dog. But uh, I did enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, It was actually a little bit tidier. I I was hoping it would be sloppy and the chili would be everywhere, but it was actually really neatly in this thing. And what I was being told is, is like, well, they do it that way. So you can kind of like walk and eat with it on the beat because you're on the beach. I was like, that's probably very smart. Um, But yeah, so we went to the shore this weekend for, for the birthday. It was great. Uh, we ended up at this place called Secrets. Bro, Secrets. <laughs> in Ocean City. Do you know about SCA. this? Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay. So I guess you just worked in Delaware. You didn't live in Delaware, right? Or did you? I was I was right above. I was in PA, but it was like right that, above Hotel. That was like one of the, that was like the place where you would go to get drunk and go drinking with your friends if yeah. you weren't going to Rehoboth. Have you been? You going to, oh, bro, Secrets is wild. Oh, okay, cool. Especially when, <laughs> when you're like, especially when you're like 21, Secrets yeah, is wild. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So we um so we ended up taking a boat from like near our hotel, like through the bay up and like and like they it's literally like 
a taxi, a river taxi, a bay yeah. taxi, and we pull up and like we literally step on onto this beach. And it's funny because as we're pulling up, it's they have this outdoor area that has these seats, like seating in the water. So you can go like drink and sit in the water. And there's palm trees everywhere. And you can see there's like tiki bars and everything. And it was funny because Brooke was like, this is like Scooby-Doo. I was like, what? She's like, Spooky Island. It's yeah, it is. It I is was like, like, oh, my God. And like you get, but we step off the boat and you can hear this. There was a live band playing and it's all like outside for yeah. the most part. Even the inside parts are like open, like it's the outside. There was a band playing and they were playing like early 2000s, like Blink-182, you know. Oh, so it's exactly the same as when I, was I went like, there oh like God. 12 it, years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly the same. It will never it, not be the same. I, I might just have the same playlist going. <laughs> yeah, because like, we I walked in yes. and I was like, oh my God, it is literally Scooby-Doo Scooby Island because it is the year 2002. That's here. amazing. Like it, and, um, <laughs> So we so we went and it was uh, it was a lot of fun and it was I was a little I was a little hesitant because I was like oh COVID but it was all yeah, open course. and it wasn't even that busy so like we weren't really near people sure um so yeah we had we 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 went there I had a good time with that it was a place called MR Ducks I don't know if you've been there either no. but it's like another bay bar um that was a that was a lot of fun and then on the last day I dragged Brooke because there's there's a little pier and there's a roller coaster. I dragged Brooke to, I was like, I have not been on a roller coaster in years because of COVID and we need to go on this one. It was really bizarre where it was like, we're going to go jump on the coaster. So like we left the hotel, went there, rode, there was no one in lines. It was Sunday morning, wrote the, <laughs> wrote the coaster and came back and like did that round trip in like 20 minutes. I was like, that was really fucking weird. <laughs> so uh, we had a, we had a really, really good, but uh, tiring kind of weekend. We were pretty wiped by the, by the end of it. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So that was, that's been, been the big outing and then ever since I'm like, I'm not going out. I'm not doing anything. Goodbye world. Yeah, so that's though. what I've been up to. Other nice. than playing games. Um, Is there anything since last week? I the only thing that I have of note because I, I kind of want to jump into games anyway. But I did kill a black widow spider last night. No way. We, yeah. Well, they're they're not uncommon out here in Southern really? California. Oh, um, you put it down. But we well we've been having like a lot of spiders, like some in the house, but like a lot outside of the house. So I bought spider repellent. And I sprayed it all around the front of the house. And it's basically like a peppermint oil and something else. Um, right after I did that, I saw spiders just crawling out like from under the webs. And they were like, like, so, because there was a lot of like cruft and webs and stuff around the door. And we have like an electrical box and the light switch and the ring. Like there are all these perfect spots, like build webs, but I couldn't see all of them until like they got wet. And then suddenly like these invisible lines, like, you know, there's just spider webs like <laughs> everywhere. And I was like, fuck because i was spraying it down with water a few times but then they just be back the next day so i was like okay i got the spider repellent we're walking buddy we come back and Teresa goes back in because we realized we didn't have any bags so she ran in to grab a bag and she's like there's a gigantic black spider with the red like mark on his back and i was like get the fuck out of here so i go to take a look i mean no shit it was like this it was like probably like this size of like two quarters like next to each other that's probably about how big it was so it was it was fairly big, but um, it had it was like really like spindly long black legs, but then it had like that big fat black like was like floor like abdomen, huh? Was it blue at all? No, it was all black. And oh, it, good. okay, so you didn't kill a Spider-Man spider. No, I didn't. Hopefully not. Well, unless it was a symbiote. 
um symbiote uh <laughs> but it but it had the big red fucking thing on its yeah, back jeez and it, it may not have been a black widow it may have been one of the ones related to it but it, you know i wasn't gonna fuck around find out i didn't i sprayed it i sprayed it a bunch with the peppermint stuff which like just seemed to agitate it and yeah, i honestly don't know if these things can jump so I, just I that's always my thing with spiders. Like, that was, are you a jumping thing? Because if you're a jumping thing, I'm getting the fuck out of here. That was my worry too. So yeah. I have um, I use like a butane lighter because if I want to, <laughs> we burn the house. <laughs> well, so if I want to smoke on the roof, it's always windy. So I can't use like a regular uh, lighter. So I have sure, a butane lighter enough. just because then it's like a, it's like a tiny little torch kind of a. Those are cool you know? too. Um, they are cool. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> they are cool. Um, and I grabbed the first spray whatever i had that i knew would kill it because i i didn't want to go find like my raid because i was worried if i left then i would lose track of it it would get on the grass and then i would lose it and i was like i need to kill this so i got um it's it's a clear coat it's like a clear coat of glossy acrylic so it's basically adhesive and paint mixed together like clear paint and adhesive so i coated it in that and it was just like kind of sticking to the wall and then i coated in that while torching it with the butane lighter just spraying it and just anyway, throwing it you can check tom on story short you can Chris go check teresa's now. instagram right now tom she has a story of it it literally was still stuck to the wall this morning and then i came out with the power washer and i wasn't it flash fried like <laughs> it is so you can't see like it looks all crispy and it's literally just like two legs are sticking to the wall still because of where it got glued to the wall so i power washed everything clean it pulled all the glue right off with the power washer i was able to actually like destroy all the webs this time now um and then coated everything again in that peppermint spray and while i did that again today like three more spiders came out that i killed so now it should be now i should be safe <laughs> I hope, but I'm like, we're calling, we're getting Orkin to come like once a month now to spray around our house Spider because control. this is fucking nuts. This is not, not fun. So that was my, it was, it was, <laughs> it was not fun. It was scary. <laughs> so, oh, geez. Wow. Yeah. The worst thing I get here is centipedes. Yeah. They're centipedes are gross. They don't do anything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to, you don't have to Plus worry they about squish uh, super easy. Um, there you go. Speaking of bugs, I'm playing Psychonauts, a game that I still think is not humans, but they claim it is. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I was playing it on the the TV, or I was pl- I was playing it, and uh, Brooke was like, "Is this an ants video game?" Yes, they just they look just like <laughs> ants. That they was look it, like they the do. ants. From, I, I know. I was like, it's so funny to say that because that's what Chris said last week. What is yeah. this video game for ants? <laughs> it looked. It looks like it. It really does, Dan. Oh yeah, my be god! At least three times this size. How how far into it are you? Would you say, Tom? Oh, very very early. Been very distracted by uh, a bunch of other. Oh, you were things. away. I was away this weekend, and I we're recording have, early. I jumped back on the Destiny Two train, which we'll get to, and um, I, uh, I literally Destiny Two just, train. I'm in the the Psychonauts base. Like I'm, okay. Very okay. early, yeah. I um I spent a lot of time in there because I just wanted to explore everything and like get as many upgrades as I could and stuff. But now I need to like just focus on the missions so I don't get like lost in side quests and stuff. Um, I've completed the first like main mission after that. Now I'm back into the base. Uh, it's all skill. I have like no complaints about this game other than I think the characters are all kind of like monstrosities. But um, <laughs> like it it's 
the storytelling is really good. It feels like I'm playing a cartoon and there's so much yeah. voice acting and it's all, I mean, the fact that they got the guy, the guy who plays Invader Zim, uh, not Zim, is, it's the- It is Zim. Oh, it is Zim, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure, was it Zim or was it his? Yeah, it is. He's the main voice character. It's, all of it's really good and it's funny. It's rare yeah. when there's a video game that's funny. Um, it was the, I, it's, yeah. Yeah. From what I played, I felt the same. I, I highly recommend this. I never played the first one. I probably won't go back and play it because I've just been told by everyone, like, it's good, but it feels very dated. So, like, why, like, I can get this, you get the whole story of the first game in the intro to this, but the there's so much voice acting and cinematics, but I've not, I've only skipped it, like, once because I was in a rush and I kind of wanted to finish a level. Otherwise, I haven't skipped any of it because it's all been really good. Um, it's not important because the gameplay is great, but it adds to it. Yeah, totally. Oh. I, I I dig the vibe a lot. I think that um it it's it shows that that like early two thousands cartoon because it really does feel like you're playing some, an, an episode of Invader Zim or any of these cartoons or Courage or any of this, especially with like how, how creepy it is. Like yes. it, it, it's unsettling, and uh, it it just shows that like that has aged like a fine wine, and like you can still make something in that style and that with that kind of humor in it yeah it still works today I, I guess i should say so we didn't say it last week um and i really didn't know anything about this game other than like i knew the character was like a psychic or something but that was it but it would be good for people to know the gameplay is really interesting because you're basically going inside other people's minds yeah it's inception <laughs> and then it's like you're in these like crazy dream worlds because of their minds and their thoughts and a lot of the time you're not actually trying to like necessarily like kill your enemy because sometimes your enemy is someone who's on your side that you're like trying to like make them make a different decision it is very inception in that way um but it, it's like a weird like almost mental health based game yeah but but the the main like overworld story is like hey there's psychics in the world and they have this like secret spy network like men in black and the first game you're a kid that was found out to have psychic powers and you go to a camp to become a psychic and they're like, cool, you're now a psychonaut. And now this is the second game and you're like, awesome, I'm a spy now. And you get there and they're like, well, you're just a fucking intern. You need to go to the classroom. <laughs> and like, so like, I'm just a chump. Like I'm a chump in a giant, like secret psychic spy network. And I'm like working in the mail room, which I think is a very funny kind of thing to set up for this character because he's supposed to be on this epic grand adventure but like actually you're you're you know low on the tome yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah it's a game i want to get stuck stuck into definitely what i played uh has i again it's been we're recording this a little early this week so i don't know if anyone else had time to play other games i know uh if anyone wants to jump on to what they're playing next yeah i'm uh so i after we spoke about it briefly last week um, but I didn't get last week. I didn't really get stuck in. I, I tried to jump in and I was finding it tough in uh, destiny two with, uh, with just overwhelmed by the information. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to create a new character from the jump. I'm just going to create a new character. I'm going to be a hunter, which is one of the classes I haven't played yet. And I was thoroughly impressed with how well the game now onboards you into the destiny experience they've kind of mashed they've re maneuvered story elements of like if you start the game you're not playing the destiny 2 campaign it is right. 
a combination of the intro from Destiny and a mix of uh, levels from Destiny 2's opening, and they've repurposed the storyline. So they are slowly introducing these gameplay elements to you, but also like all the meta elements of the game as well. And I thought I was very impressed with how well, I guess they call it the new light experience. That's what the campaign mm. is. And yeah, I was like, oh my God, I'm just, I'm glad that I decided to go this route with like, with like creating a new character because it made all of these things that seemed very impenetrable, just jumping back in, very good. And yeah, I've just been, honestly, I would plan to, I wanted to quickly jump out of that to do the Beyond Light stuff because I watched like a fucking three hour long video of lore catching me up on the whole story and who the characters are and everything. So I was like, cool, I'm ready to play Beyond Light and the new campaign. But I've honestly been spending my time with the new light basics, like really getting my my feet wet with that. And um, I mean, this is something we've said before, but like, fuck, this game just feels so good to play. Like, it's just such it's such a great shooter. And um, also, especially with watching this this video that gives me information on all the background and lore that I completely, completely washed over me before um, as to like what a engram is and who this fucking character is and so oh my I was god not- i completely forgot about engrams yeah oh i mean my didn't- god <laughs> but there's tons yeah, I don't know, like, of what the lore is behind him there is <laughs> yeah. tons yeah. of well the, it's it's honestly fascinating like it really is honestly well do uh, we still have grimoire cards <laughs> yes in the no. sense of like not in the sense of like you are pit finding them and they are picking no, them I, up but the the concept of that is real and I mean, it's it's a fucking very interesting story, and it's it's messy. It's messy like any big law thing is, and they've gone back on retcon things and all the all this stuff. But I was appreciating it so much more when I knew, okay, this character's history and how they're a part of it, and more about the golden age of humanity and the collapse and all these these things. So I'm uh, sounds like our podcast. Very, <laughs> yeah, it, it does like feel a, a little lore. bit like, like people that. can go back. They understand where we came from a little bit. We yeah. were in the golden age. Now society has collapsed, <laughs> <laughs> and now we're in a new golden age. Uh, yeah, so I, I I'm very impressed with with the experience, and it's it's kind of sunk its teeth into me uh, more than I was even expecting. I thought it would be a little bit of a when I first jumped in with it with the character that I already had that it existed. I thought it was going to be like I gotta do some work to get this you know be enjoying this and and everything but i think that it's uh done such a good job yeah thinking it's uh I, I got it downloaded i'm ready to play with you i, I know i mean you, um yeah you told me you wanted to play yesterday but then I, no message I came through i you said you didn't Rude. know i was waiting on you because you said oh you, didn't, uh, you said you i told know. you on monday that i wasn't sure if i could play on tuesday right. But I would download it and have it ready in case I so I just assumed you'd tell me when you were gonna play oh, yesterday. And since you never see, reached I, out about it, I was like, oh, I, I guess thought, it's not happening. I thought too, I thought because I'd reached out and you said you didn't know that you were going to text me. Oh if, okay. Well now like, we know. Oh, I am available. Well, I'm but ready. I'm, I'm I'm this weekend, other than like Saturday is pretty good, and I'm off Friday. So Same. I'm seeing Shang-Chi on Saturday. We're going um there's a drive-in movie that gets like it always gets new movies. That's awesome. uh, so it's everything. So 
as That's, long as things don't get delayed, you're good. <laughs> yes, exactly. So we're going to see that on Saturday because you have to get because they the one thing about it is you can't buy tickets in advance and you have to buy them at the box office. So we have to get there early. So we're not going to do it Friday. We're going to go on Saturday because it's like an hour away. So. But um, yeah, very happy. And I, I would love to play, play with you guys. I don't know if Dan's planning on, on checking it out. But I'm not going to be around this weekend. Group. So you guys have fun. We have people I'll in the community. I'll be visiting a house that will have four babies running around. It's going to wow. be too many babies. It's not going to be fun. Maybe That's not running around. Babies. Maybe crawling around. Why four babies? Uh, one guy had two kids, and the okay. oldest one's like three. So yeah. I'm counting this baby, even though it's technically a toddler. Yeah. And then uh, there's three that are like a year old or less. Jesus. <laughs> so uh, getting together with people from school, and uh, hopefully I don't have to hear crying all weekend, but. It's looking likely. Yeah, that is likely what's gonna happen. <laughs> maybe the, maybe like dogs, they'll cry at each other and then they'll they'll crawl themselves out and go. You'll to you'll learn to tune it out pretty quick. Um, it'll be it'll be quick. You'll just be like. Huh. And then the other thing that I've I've played is uh, I haven't finished it. It's a preview of the new Life is Strange. I played, mm. I think the most of chapter one, which is what I can talk about for the for the preview. Um, I am not, I, 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 so I didn't get around to finishing part two because I, before playing, this, I never played all any of part two. I should, though. um, I played episode one of part two and I thought, oh my God, I'm in love. Like I'm gonna, I need to finish this because okay. I really like the first one. Uh, a bit of a slow start to the new game. I also don't think it's written very well, mm-hmm. especially compared to, uh, the the part two uh, or life is strange two, uh, I just need to check because I think this it's the develop the developer who's making it is yeah so this is deck nine who made the spinoff game, um, uh, before the storm, don't nod, uh, who who did uh, life is strange one and two, uh, and tell me why which came out last year are the the developers that did like the. The, the actual primary game. So this is the people that did Before the Storm, which I never played. Um, and yeah, the writing is like surprisingly like subpar compared to Life is Strange 2. I think there's a lot of like, like people feel kind of like caricatures of pe- characters, mm. whereas like in Life is Strange 2, they felt like real people with a lot of depth whereas this game feels like you are the guy that runs the record shop in this little town in colorado hopefully hopefully that's just the first episode because it is easier to introduce who a character is at the beginning by kind of i mean you know i i I agree i'm like i'm not i'm not like saying like this is like terrible writing or these characters are very poorly written yeah but compared to how very quickly i was invested in the life of strange two characters like from the jump and yeah. like that inner machinations and stuff like that uh i'm very surprised like how safe this one plays it um the game looks amazing visually like such a huge upgrade uh especially in this like beautiful town in colorado and i'm intrigued by the powers of this em- these these empathy powers that the main character has so i'm excited cool. to play more of the game but i am a i'm a little hesitant on it it didn't hasn't made as strong of as an impression as i would have hoped and um some of the like um like for example in life is strange 2 uh there are important the choices feel very important they feel very natural to 
the story and they feel very unique. Uh, like these choices you're going to make are, are important and these choices you're going to make are um, are uh, unique in a way. Whereas in, in this one, one of the first things you have to do is like find an object and you just like tell this guy, like, is it over there? And they go and check and they're like, no, it's not. And you're like, is it over there? And they're like, nope, not in there. And there was none of that okay. <laughs> in the second game. So I'm very early. I haven't even finished the first chapter, which is part of the of the preview. Um, but yeah, just not as strong of a, as an impression uh, left on me as, as I would have liked. But we'll see once the I've played the full game how we feel. And that's what I've played. Perfect. Yeah. Danny boy. I mean, more Madden, the, I'm assuming. No, so, <laughs> no, but I did find out some fun stuff that's go that goes on in this year's Madden, uh, okay. such as um, the other team sometimes doesn't load in. Like there's been people in online games who one team will actually load up and the other team just isn't there. Like not just invisible, like in past games, sometimes it's been invisible. They're mm-hmm. just nothing there. So then someone will try to like quit the game, like a friendly quit. And it doesn't work. So it's a forfeit the game, that, that kind of thing. Um, there's all sort like this. The ball will sometimes stick to the helmet instead of like being caught. You could run like oh 40 yards God. downfield and it just jump. No down way. Your helmet. <laughs> <laughs> it's it somehow becomes a worse football game every time they claim they've fixed it. And they came out with like today. They were like, we added in these these classic teams we've made up of like classic players. I'm like, why don't you fix the fucking football part of the football game first? I mean, so that's what they works. always do, right? Like every year they have technical yeah, issues. They, well, they like, found new they things just you updated the rosters. They just want they just they just want you to pay for the extra shit that isn't going to work either. It's really embarrassing for them. Like well, it should be at least. They don't care. EA don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's ultimately yeah. what it comes down to, right? It is. They just don't <laughs> give a shit about anything except for we can line our pockets every year. <laughs> there you go. We can line men our pockets every year with Madden. Yep. That's how it um, is. sucks. Uh, so I, I very quickly, I, w- I just want to bring up because I do want to talk about upcoming games this year, uh, which we, we can do in news because this is probably the best week to do it. Because after this week, I feel like I have at least a game coming out every week for the yep. next like three months that I want to yep. play. So this is the best time to talk about them. Um, so I played 12 minutes and I think I see why the discussion, though, is so messy around this game because did you finish it i finished it so uh i didn't do all the endings but like i would one <laughs> i also don't do all the endings in any any game i feel I, that I, I it has to be one of my absolute favorite games of all time for me to like be a completionist in it um because there's too many other things to play yeah especially with game pass it just it's like i can't even keep up with the amount of games that come out on there um I don't think it's as bad as some people talk about the writing. Clearly, I mean, the, the reviews show that because it's not like a really poorly reviewed game. It's like an eh reviewed game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think the mechanics can be a little clunky. I think Alex complained about them a lot more simply because you're playing with the controller. I did play with the controller and did the drag and drop. Oh, really? Okay. And I actually played this almost entirely um, with the backbone over streaming, which is actually a great way to play oh a game like this. Oh, my God. No, it worked, it worked great because yeah. like... I'm just dragging and dropping stuff. Like it's very simple. You know, I, I don't know why they can't just give you control over the like control over the character and then have like an items drop down you can click on and stuff, but that's just how they do it. I guess it's fine. Um, 
it feels a little weird because in essence, you are supposed to be this character. You're not supposed to be kind of watching these other people. So I think the almost Sims like controls doesn't make sense where like in the Sims, when you have like the sort of God mode controls, like the overseer, you're mm-hmm. not those people you're controlling, like you're, you're building stuff around them and they live their lives. But like in this, I am the dude, I am the guy, I'm the one reliving this stuff over and over again. Like every time it resets like Groundhog's Day. So I don't know why I can't just move them around, but whatever. Um, the story, like the reveal is like, it's fine. It's whatever. It's like, it's, it's not good. It's not, it's definitely not great, but it's also fine. Right. Like it didn't need to be anything more complicated than like someone's breaking into this house and trying to murder them. And there might be a mystery behind it. Like, could they have written a better mystery? Yes. But would it mechanically have changed anything about the game? No. So what's it doesn't matter too much, but I could see like if you got really invested in it at the start and then you were disappointed by the story. Yeah, that's going to that's going to be a negative. I kind of was just more interested in like mechanically what the what was the game. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting because Alex is like, oh, just go play Monkey Island. And it's like, well, yes, if you want like a click based adventure, yes, go compare it to Monkey Island. But this is actually trying to kind of replicate what a Groundhog style game would be like. That's not like a roguelike because the roguelike still isn't necessarily a groundhog style game because it's not about a story and like characters. It's usually, you know, like a hack and slash and adventure. There's bosses. There's, you know, this is kind of a different take on it. Um, And then the last thing I'm going to say is I think everyone seems to get just really tired of the game at a certain point. You just want it to be done. And then it's like, I have to do this section again. I have to replay that section again. You, every time you get back to the loop, um, I think did we lose Tom? Yep. Uh, I haven't heard of it in a while. Oh, yeah, he's gone. Wow. I was like he talking. Froze. I'm like, wait a second. I think he froze. Tom, you've been gone. I got an emergency warning on the flash floods in the area. Oh, nice. Yeah. Still not worried. But uh, if my room starts, oh my god, water, Tom lost power. He did. I mean, literally, like I just got an alert, like maybe like a few minutes ago, saying there's a flash flood warning for the area. Brooklyn would be more likely to have that happen to them i'm not sure if my power just flickered or not it could just be me seeing things uh okay so if tom is out of power we're just gonna keep going uh basically here's the interesting thing dan you do at a certain point become very annoyed that like every time you restart and your wife comes back in the room and is gonna start saying something to you and you've heard it like a hundred times you're like <laughs> i just let me skip past this and there absolutely should be something in the game that like whether you die or you fail or whatever that I can just rewind my time and like go to a point and just start there should be a point in which the game activates that but it shouldn't be until like you're getting close to the end because I also think if you don't get that feeling of like this is really tedious I'm so tired of living this over and over then you don't get the experience of having a groundhog like this I've always thought I've always thought I want the I would love to get stuck in a time loop even for like 40 yeah because just life is so short and fleeting to get that bonus like whether it's weeks months or days and like to have that like weird omnipotent feeling about things it would be very (laughs) interesting like 40 years or whatever you know they they say groundhogs they went that seems a little excessive but i gotta tell you after even like 30 of these loops i was like fuck maybe i don't want to do this (laughs) this seems annoying i mean even like uh what was it palm springs was like 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 years and years yeah oh but pop strings is great yeah no but i'm just saying like it's in that way like where he's like forgotten how long it even was like yeah all that shit 
I'd much rather live in the Palm Springs universe than the Groundhog's Day or the um, what was the one that was on Netflix? Uh, uh, Russian Doll. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or the twelve minutes. Well, Anywhere where you're like dying, or it's like cold, but you're up, you're just out at the pool drinking. Be- like, yeah, Russian doll feels like the worst it. one. Yeah, Russian doll is uh, the uh, best this one. This, probably Palm Springs. Yeah, this is up there with it because it. <laughs> after several minutes, you're basically going to be relooping already in this game, as opposed to like Russian doll. You could you could extend it a little bit, <laughs> um, and there's also quite a bit of violence in this one. <laughs> so it's this this is a bad loop to be stuck in. Uh, a wee bit of violence, safe to say. Uh, so 12 minutes, that was 12 minutes. We're going to jump into the news now that we have Tom back. Hey. So I want to go over um, the upcoming releases for this year, which we'll go over some. Why don't we'll just talk about September releases and not do all of them. We can do another another week or two for like October, November, I guess, um, just for time wise. But first, let's do any other Tom, um, like news or business to talk about first, Tom. Um, I mean, I feel like we should just say I, I, power to all of the streamers out there today that are not streaming in protest of mm-hmm. Twitch doing fuck all about hate raids. Yeah. And also not just that the bastards. people who are staying off Twitch and not watching as well, because that's yes. another part of it. Yes. Yes. Um, Kofi, the the like coffee style tipping app was like putting out a list of like streamers that aren't sure they were like if you want to support your streamers without using twitch today here they're like there was like a list of like streamers kofis and stuff for like people that were creators so i thought it yeah. was cool um, i know people were also streaming like on discord directly and stuff like that yes so there, there are other options out there if twitch doesn't comply I yeah guess. And i mean this is something that's happening with it, it, it's really with anyone it's with but primarily it's with trans people it's with women and it's with people of color generally being targeted the most um with the hate raids and it's it it's one of those things where i feel like five or ten years ago right what pr- like before social media became what it is um and before everyone like became extreme versions of either like having to be an anti-toxic person or a toxic person uh <laughs> there was like a lot of like oh like we control people and we can like fuck around and have a fun time and like there was a level of it that was fine right there's a level of like like but now over the last like decade everyone has just found a way to make um being a troll like these kids think they're funny but they're they're just being like abusers and like harassing to people they don't know on the internet and there's just nothing funny about it and i do worry like a lot of these people are like just these are just like a lot of them are just kids, like kids. Yeah. They're like teenagers yep. and they're just like acting like fucking psychos. It's um, like um, Captain Planet has become a real thing. And like they're the bad guys in yes. Captain Planet are always like extremely weird, toxic waste people. And it's like, yeah, these people are actually it's like a metaphor for it. But yeah, yeah they, they kind of exist but, now. <laughs> they're like cartoon characters. Um, yeah. And it just sucks. It sucks. It's all stupid. I hate all of it, but it's it's awesome that people are doing a boycott today. Um, so I just thought, I thought we should give them a shout out for that, Tom. Yeah, totally. Uh, any other news you'd like to bring up, Tomas? Oh boy. Um, let's see. Let us take a peek at the old news. News. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Sorry, one moment. Um, 
they're changing the oh well did we talk about the fact that april o'neill and cat dog are coming to oh we uh, did i talked about yeah, those we last week last week yeah yeah i'm fucking pumped for cat dog dude sorry i i had all of my articles open and then my computer shut down <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah you usually I, have like 40 windows open at the same time too well, I usually what usually happens is I pull the biggest news and I just have them as tabs. And when we do news, I just click through them. Um, but that all that all went away. Was, um, isn't there um, Game Boy stuff coming to the Switch? I saw that article and then I read that that was just like speculation on the. Yeah. It was it was like formatted. I mean, or like, it's not announced. No, but apparently, like there isn't even like I am hearing a source. It was it was an article written a like basically where the person was just postulating mm. that's a word um that it would happen but there was actually they didn't have any inside information and then the website was like oh well let's just present it as as news uh here let me see if i can if i can bring it up game boy on switch because maybe i'm wrong but that's what i had been told no i think that is correct i don't believe it's like real news but it what look this is something that's going to happen sure it's eventually. just a matter of time right so i'm like yeah. okay cool the discussion is well, we may as well is we, it we, actually we, coming soon <laughs> we may as well be like n64 games coming yeah i mean that's um, got to come too especially since they did the nes and they did the snes and they didn't do the n64 mini and my guess is like it's probably not as cost effective at that point so we might be just getting it on the Switch N64 Classic games. Yeah, totally. No, I th- I mean, I would rather that than them release another fucking... Yeah. You know, so I, as much as I love the small console, like, yeah, then they I could would just come much out rather with, have it on, on the they Switch. They could come out with an N64-shaped controller for the Switch. Um, Norman Reedus, Norman Reedus says that uh, the Death Stranding oh, yes. sequel is in negotiations. I might play this, this uh, director's would, cut. I would, I would PS5. love, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. I fucking love Death Stranding, and not even like ironically. Dan I played actually, a bit of it, didn't you, Dan? I played it until I got fucked over, like my bike exploded, and I was like, I'm not walking all over this map again. <laughs> and I, I that that was pretty much the last right. I was, I was doing all right. I got decently far, but a lot of it's just like, go here, bring things back. Go there, bring things back. And it does it exceptionally well. Yeah, it does. It does it very well, but a lot of it's very, very, very simple in the end. Yeah, and I think I think that you know, uh, as much as I did enjoy the tedium and like understood why it was there, I think that some of the new stuff in the PS5 is going to alleviate some of that. So you know, maybe Hopefully. it's it's something worth re-exploring. But uh, yeah, and um, I so one of the one of the videos that I've done for our YouTube channel is a control explainer. If you've seen that, and it's a video that still does like 1500 views every day. <laughs> and so um, I, a long time ago, wrote an explainer for Death Stranding, but it's like a 30 minute script. I was like, oh, this is going to be so much time to edit. But now that, the, now that the PS5 version is coming out, I'm like, it's time. So look for a in-depth Death Stranding explainer coming out around the time of the launch at the end of September on youtube.com forward slash unranked podcast because i i really really love death stranding um and i'm excited at the idea of a sequel i don't know the sequel would have to be drastically different just based on like things that happen in the game um like you couldn't just like do the same gameplay unless it was maybe a prequel uh so i am interested in what a sequel looks like but the rumor is still that he's his next project is an xbox thing and i think that that's going to happen 
I think so too. I think it's going to happen. I think that Phil Spencer is like, how much money do you want? We'll add another couple of zeros to it. <laughs> I hope so. Cause I want to play the best looking version of it. Yeah. So, um, I, some very quick news, SpongeBob SquarePants, his move set has been yes. revealed. Yes. And I'm looking at it right now and it looks very simple. There's a strong attack, a light attack and a special attack. What? Fairly is similar. It, is it what the special attack is or no? He has several kind of like smash how there's directional bring it special attacks. Town. Um, he has a spin attack, which looks a, a little like around. Oh, well, his hands aren't on his hips, though. Um, he's got the karate uppercut. Okay, okay, that makes he's sense. Got the imagination clap where he does the rainbow. Uh, <laughs> he's got the aerial jellyfish swing. He pulls out the jellyfish net. Um, yes, big fan of that. He's got the imagination kick, which is a big rainbow kick, and he's got the bu- the bubble blow, which is blown. Jellyfish bubbles. The oh, blowing, I thought like, that was when bubbles. he like does a line of bubble blow <laughs> and then just becomes really um, hyper. And then he also has order up, <laughs> which is like a spatula, and he spins it like a helicopter. And then he has a bunch of regular attacks as well. Uh, I, again, the more we keep seeing about this, Tom, the better uh, it I, looks. You know, it's this thing. It's this. It's this thing of. Um, I really, really hope that this is good now because I'm just getting more amped for it. I saw that list. It's either going like, to be fuck. Good. They're really trying to make the point. I think this, this is going to be a good game. It's either going to be good characters. or it's going to be bad, funny to the point where it'll still be fun to play because of how bad it is. I think I, it might be decent to. I think there's possibly where it, it's like, well, it's not as great as Smash Brothers, but it's pretty good. I, I think it's going to be one or the other. I think it's either going to be good or just really bad. I don't <laughs> think it's going to be atrociously fun. bad. Where it no. like, comes around as like fun, like meme worthy. I think. If Especially it is bad, it's going to be mundane. They've like, never marketed my biggest fear. like their other games, like that Kart Racer, which wasn't a great game. It was not marketed heavily like this game is being. Like they're really setting themselves up for fucking terrible reviews with the expectations that are setting with this game. So they must feel confident about it. Um, yeah. This feels like a good jumping off point to September games, unless you have anything else big that's worth talking about. Yeah, there's, there's, well, there's a couple of things. We've got to look at the Dead Space remake. Right. Um, a very brief look. They're very early in development, but they uh, said that if all goes according to plan, they are going to um, hopefully hit it by end of 2022. We'll see if that happens. Um, but they showed like some really interesting like clips of like how they were building the game. Because uh, there's like some unique things that Dead Space does with like gameplay that uh, they are like keeping that you think like um, you wouldn't want to in like a modern game, um, but they're trying to kind of like update it, but also adhere to the the original game as as much as possible. Um, but they had a couple of comparison photos of where the game is in development versus the original. And I mean, it looks great. Um, you'll have to go, you know, obviously see those for yourselves. Um, yeah. So um, go go take a look at some of those comparison photos. And then we also got a little bit of gameplay, gameplay preview for Marvel's Midnight Suns uh, today, which is... Oh, right. The card game, right? Well, it's it's an RPG, but it uses a deck builder as, yeah. to like use moves and things like that. They also confirmed that they're not going to be uh, locking any cards behind paywalls. All of their microtransactions will be cosmetic, so that's a 
very good. They were very. But we're making all the characters look like shit unless you. Buy yeah, it. unless you get the you get sure, the new sure. ones. Um, yeah, it was interesting and it was very different looking than XCOM. And they did say when the um, when the teaser happened that it was it was not going to be just an XCOM clone mm-hmm. with Marvel characters. So the it's not isometric. It's like third person over the shoulder RPG. Um, the deck building looks interesting. The powers look uh, pretty cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's you you have it's cards versus like having like action points or uh, anything like that. Uh, and there was a cool cool little move where it was like Wolverine. And like he had this pouncing attack where he like slashed someone and knocked them back, but uh, he could direct the ability so that he knocked them back into a exploding barrel. So that so they bounced off him and then hit the barrel and that did damage. So there's a lot of like environmental uh, stuff like that. But then they also like showed some weird stuff with them. They're they're with this new character, the Hunter, and they're all at this like chapel is like the home base because they become the Midnight Suns, this team of Marvel superheroes. And it was like... By the way, never, could, I haven't heard of them. I'm not familiar with them. It's new. I think it's made for the game. Got it. Like a okay. lot of the elements and like the, the main character that you play as, I think in outside of battle, is a completely new character that they made up for the game uh, oh. called the Hunter. And so I think a lot of concepts and a lot of characters are all like brand new and original, which is exciting because it's not just like Avengers, the XCOM game. But it was very weird because it was like, yeah, you can do stuff at the chapel. You can get to know your characters. You can have a walk through the garden with Tony Stark and have a chat with him. And it just like showed you walking alongside Tony, like having a conversation. Or you can meditate with magic. And like, so there seems to be like some social elements to, to the game and like maybe some choice character choices and stuff like that. Uh, but it's coming out next March, so we don't have to wait long until uh, we can get our hands on it. Um, yeah, bizarre. I- I'm glad that they're getting weird with it. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, we need. I mean, <laughs> with how big the movies are, it's crazy how few games there are, especially competent ones with these characters. Yeah. So, um, anything else, or can no? We-, we can move. Let's let's talk about what is coming out in the fall. Let's. I'm very let's- excited to do this. Do it. Um, I have a full list of here of everything that's coming out in the fall, but I thought let's start with a list of what's coming out in the next few weeks that are on our fantasy league, which by the way, oh if you're boy. in an unranked fantasy league, I've noticed some players in some of the other leagues, some of our listeners, you may have forgotten to place bids. You want to go play some bids, make sure you fill out your team. Um, so quite a few games coming out today. Lake came out, oh, yes. which is, I have, that is my only, my fifth game that's being released. Um, I have the least. You are indomitable this year. It's uh, very impressive. <laughs> um, I, I'm doing like I'm doing well, except like it's mostly it's it's partially from my counters. Um, yeah. So right now it only has 68 points. I'm losing two, but there's only five reviews. I expect it to land in the 70s. I don't, especially reading what p- people are saying about it online right now. Everyone seems to be pretty happy with it. It no has it has a what now? 68 really but it's oh, I was there's only five reviews oh, there's like... only five reviews um and i looked at them and like some of the like some of the places i don't even uh, like yeah <laughs> like the like you know so we'll we'll see we'll see hopefully it works out um but i might end up losing a couple points on this one um the next one up is you tom with the artful escape which i was i, I forgot that. to bid yep. on in time 
this. I basically forgot to bid on like all the summer announcement stuff, which you got the well, all the ones I wanted. Um, that game looks dope. And then so that week, there's a bunch of stuff coming out that all of us are invested in. So I have you have that. I have um, WarioWare Get It Together, mm-hmm. which I expect to be in the high 70s to low 80s. Um, Tales of Arise, which Alex picked and Dan counterpicked. Yeah, dude. I don't know. So that's Sweet. next in the Tales series. <laughs> I, I that. What do you think, Tom? I'm thinking in low 80, high 70, also like Warrior. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That that was. I know that Tuna wasn't doing it because it was a safe bet, but it is a safe bet. It that's going to do well. I also yeah. know that people are very excited for this Tales game in particular. Yeah. So I am uh, expecting, you know, it might be it might be crap. But also the other thing is there's a demo out right now. I know people are very hype on that. So, yeah. Well, Tom, you have um, lost in random and the new Life is Strange game that you're not in love with. Maybe you want to drop that. Before uh, you... I got to play more to figure out if I want to. But also, I don't want to do that. I yeah, want to... There's also Slim Pickens left too right now. Yeah, I, I could also be like, compl- it could be that thing of like, I'm definitely in the minority on it. And also, it's just very early impressions. Yeah. But um, I, I don't think it will do poorly. Let me just, no. you know, I, wonder, I don't think I'm going to lose points. And Lost in Random is an interesting one. Um, I think that, I mean, you know, it has... It's another EA original, right? So it's coming off the back of um, uh, It Takes Two, and it definitely mm-hmm. has those like kind of weird vibes of fantastical. So hopefully it is as good as as something like that. Um, so I'm hoping that that's another like low 80s game. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's possible. I mean, I remember visuals being pretty cool for that too. Um, my So this is my... If on like the top five of games that I've been excited to play this year is going to be Deathloop. So that's yep. coming out on the 14th. And any game I'm playing right now, like I need to bump, like hunker down with Psychonauts and make sure I finish that game. Because the day Deathloop comes out, I am probably, unless it somehow sucks, unless it controls like shit and people don't like it. <laughs> uh, this is a game I plan on like basically be playing for a little bit. Like yeah, that is I, I don't, going I, all in. I don't know. I don't think, I mean, again, who knows, but I don't think you're going to, you know, one of the things about death, uh, not death loop, fuck, uh, dishonored is that the controls are very tight. Like it, yeah. it's such a fun game to play. So I don't think that they're going to have that issue. Because and this having that sort of counter operative mode where we can play co-op where one of us is basically playing against the, the other enemy, person yeah. while playing I'm the campaign. Excited. I mean, I'm this game, excited. Tom, I, I, I'm going to play the fuck. We're going to have to do Tuna's not going to be around. So unless Dan picks us up, you're, you're going to have to play. Oh, I'm playing. I'm, play I'm playing, baby. I'm playing. Um, I mean, this is the reason there were three games. I wanted to get a PS five for it was the new horizon ration and clank and this, and now, you know, ration clank was great. And this looks incredible. Um, it just it looks it looks very like James Bondy too like in a way, uh, it, it looks so awesome. I'm very excited about that game. Uh, Dan has two games coming out in this month: Eastward, which is an indie game. I was looking at today while I was filling out the rest of my roster, making bids. I didn't realize he had it. That looks pretty fun. Um, and Skatebird, which is the Tiny Hawk uh, avian skateboarding game, which Tom has counterpicked. So that. Dan has a counterpick on one, and then Tom has a counterpick on Dan. It's all about the soundtrack. If the soundtrack's not amazing, (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I think you're going to be disappointed <laughs> in the music. <laughs> that being said, Dan, Dan's at least like done a smart thing with filling out his, his roster with all games that will release, which so far has worked out for him. You've only had one game that like really hurt you uh, score wise. Otherwise all of your, your releases are actually coming out. So you're getting points for that. So it's really not a bad strategy. Um, and then the last one that we have on our fantasy is, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, another huge mm-hmm. fucking game that mm-hmm. I really wanted a PS5 for. Yeah, a week, a week after Deathloop drops, it's yeah, fucking Kenna Bridge of Spirits. There's also some other ones which look sick. Um, Kraken Academy, which has like Midoriya, the voice actor, for doing stuff in it. He's playing like the main character, and it looks like a really fun indie game that's coming out next week. Um, there's uh people at some I know I think Spiffy was talking about it in our Discord, uh, the new Nexomon. Some people are into some of those, um, you know, Pokemon-like games. Uh, and there was two other games that actually caught my eye on here. Golf Club, oh, Dan, Golf Club Wasteland. It's like the Earth has become like a huge wasteland and the billionaires come back to Earth. Like everyone's on Mars now. We come back to Earth just to play on this like wasteland golf course. And, no and we're play- Yeah, yeah. Good. It's like, a, it's, a, it's a side... Like it's a 2D indie game golf game. Okay, so um, it's not related to the golf club. No, no, like no. The, the actual <laughs> golf game. I was like, that would be amazing if they just like turned that franchise <laughs> on its head. Yeah, <laughs> they just did like a Borderlands crossover. <laughs> yeah, but it, it looked it looked cool. Um, and there's also supposed to be a mini golf game coming out too, which uh, I tried looking it up and I, I couldn't find a lot about it. But um, was it? There's like, oh, Lemnis Gate. That's the other game. I'm very, 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 very excited about Lemnis Gate. Um, so Splitgate is the Halo-like shooter that's Halo meets Portal. This is, um, imagine if you took like a Halo first-person shooter, but then mixed it with a roguelike and with like, a, yeah, let's, let's say like a, and like a tactics game. So Lemnis Gate, Tom, it's like a, it's a, it's a 1v1 first person shooter i i believe there might be a team mode as well but i'm fairly certain it's primarily 1v1 and the game is played in 25 second loops so we play we do everything like we shoot at each other like maybe you go for an ammo box right and then after 25 seconds the time restarts and my original run there's a person playing that but now i'm doing another run so now i know like okay maybe tom you blew my head off with a sniper I know where you're going to be with that character. So I then this time go and take that sniper out. So my other dude lives. So now the score went from you being up by one to me being up by one. And maybe you didn't counteract that in time. So then the next loop, you're like, I'm going to take out the guy that takes out my sniper so that I could take out his. And then it's like, you just keep doing this. And then there's all these characters and loops going on. Some are getting cut off as you're killing them and stopping those loops. But then when you stop one, it has this like crazy domino effect. So it's a first person sort of asymmetrical time traveling first person shooter interesting very it's cool. very cool <laughs> um so that's coming out later this too month much. it's almost like too much going on it is but that's why like the 1v1 <laughs> works really well oh and hot wheels unleashed oh that's like uh it's for the hot the hot wheels i guess come out of off the tracks and start yes. attacking people well it's where the hot <laughs> the hot wheels come <laughs> off the tracks and that's not the only thing that comes off huh? uh dan <laughs> If you know what it's I'm saying, boobies. we get, we get to take a look <laughs> under that hood with hot wheels unleashed. Um, that's also coming. So a lot 
just for September. There's other ones I missed that we didn't talk about, like Sable, but um, we will try and get to those. Dan, we're going to do the fortune really quick while Tom is not here, and then we'll get to the, the mail, and we can do our games. We can get out of time. That's the wrong sound, but... Oh, just go anyway? Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess it is not a fortune. Okay, and like while you're correct, it's not a fortune. It's amazing today. Okay. Okay, so today's an hour with one friend is worth more than... 10 with strangers. And I'm guessing that means like hanging out with a friend is better than banging 10 hookers. I, I don't know. I think it's, <laughs> it's that the value of spending time with one friend is more important. I, it's it's like a quality quantity. Friend, so. That's the just quality over quantity. The first time I read it, I read with 10 strangers. So like, it was very different in my head the first time I read, but it is t- 10 I guess 10 hours with strangers. Yeah. <laughs> One quality hour is better than 10 shitty ones. That's, That's true. They say. Um, Speaking of 10 shitty hours, email at unrankedpodcast.com. That's right. It's email at unrankedpodcast.com. Uh, let's start first, though, really quick here with the Discord, and then we'll go to emails. I think we have both today. Questions for the pod on the Discord. Okay. Um, Let's see. We have a few in here to get to. Do you think, uh, Tom, this is from Spiffy. Do you think a reviewer's personal skill uh, should factor into how good a game is? For example, someone who isn't good at adventure games, knocking it down a couple of pegs in a review because they are struggling to beat it. Or vice versa for someone who has decades of experience and skill playing casual game more geared towards kids like Pokemon. You're muted. Sorry. I think if you are in a, at an outlet, you should try and have um, someone who is comparable to that, the interest and the skill level as needed for the game. Uh, And I think that it should be clarified if there is a huge discrepancy in either of those. Um, I think that a good reviewer is able to uh, critique something and is able to um, adjust their perceptions and ideas about something around um, a more broader, something outside of the scope of just their own like experience or their own uh, ability. Um, so I think that a good reviewer is able to say there is a game, like say someone's playing a, a Souls-like or something and they're really struggling. If they're a good reviewer, they're going to know the difference between sucky game mechanics that are like unfairly hard or whatever, or and something that is genuinely good, they just don't have the skill level for it. I think that I feel like people are able to, people in that position who are good at their job are able yeah. to actually make that distinction. I, I, I would think that people on both extremes, like being someone that's like amazing at the game or someone that's really bad, like it could be an issue if you're so good at these games, like you might not be able to pick up on that like maybe there's a game that should have other difficulty options or stuff but if you're like kind of t- but the odds of being in either of those extremes kind of feel low and if anything maybe not being great so long as you're not incompetent you can control like a video game uh it probably shows you where games sometimes are kind of rough around the edges better than people who are good at it there's this like interesting guy i watch on youtube who reviews kitchen products and he designed kitchen products like 40 years. So it's really fun to watch him review these because 
he has like a three-step process of he'll try and use it the way they say, and he'll be like, this is how well I think it kind of works. But then he (laughs) tries it a second time with what he calls the left-handed oil test, where he puts like olive oil on his hands, and then he tries to use it, and he has to use his non-dominant hand that's also slippery. And he says like the reason he does it is because like he's also worked with kitchen items for so long that like he can just pick them up and use them even when they're not very good. But when he does that, it's just like, oh, I can. He's like, actually, this is really hard to hold. This is grippy. This doesn't work well. I have to use too much. So funny. And it's like kind of a good way. So I think that there, if anything, you might be better off sometimes having someone who isn't great, but there has to be a level of confidence. But yeah, I think I think it's probably not the most important thing is the skill level. Um, So I got we have a really nice message here on our questions for the pod. This was from Sands. It says, hey, guys, longtime listeners since about 2018. Uh, Took a break at the start of the pandemic. The day the country shut down was the day I was admitted to the hospital. I spent the next 49 days hospitalized and was finally diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma and had to begin chemotherapy. Your podcast was my work time escape. And as such, I fell behind on many of my favorite podcasts as I continued therapy and not able to work. I am now in complete remission and was given the all clear to reenter the workforce three months ago. As such, I've been catching up with you all. Hearing all of your hardships over quarantine made me feel less alone. Uh, thank you for the welcoming environment that is your podcast. Cheers and cancer can suck. It. Yeah, nice. Awesome. That's that, Holy that cow. Circle. I mean, news at the end. I am so happy for you, dude. Um, and wow. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It's amazing. Thank Anytime you so people write in stuff like that and it's like. It's like, wait, people can't give a shit. Yeah, I know. That. Like, people actually <laughs> like, listen what? to this. Like, <laughs> like, if we've had a positive impact on even one person, I know that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, like that. That makes it. It makes it really. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and I also, really like on the other side, if we have a negative impact on even one person, that's really what it's all about, right there. Yeah, we don't want to hear from you. <laughs> if you're like, <laughs> you ruined my life. My, ma- I'm getting a divorce because of you guys. Like, I don't want to hear. It. All right. Um, but I'm so happy that uh, the cancer's in remission and uh, yeah, I'm glad that you're getting back on your feet. This one's for you, man. Absolutely. Um, and we got uh, listener mail. We got a two-parter. Hey guys, been a while since I've written in. If you were a used game salesman and had to sell a game to someone who never played a video game before and they had no knowledge in games, what would your game of choice be and what would your sales pitch be? Stay unranked and suck it from Andrew Hansel. I don't think the game matters. I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't think it matters what game you're selling them. It's all about the sales pitch because they have nothing to compare it to. Hmm. I know what I would pick. I would pick Wii Sports. I think if you don't know like anything about answer. games, <laughs> that's what the Wii sold to, right? Like their whole like blue ocean, like we're making it something like that old people, like grandparents can recognize. It looks like a TV remote. They know how to play bowling. They know to just do this. So, so like to your point, Dan, that I would go with a game that I can compare to things that are things they've done, like played bowling or tennis. And I, and to be able to tell them like, Oh, just swing the remote, like a racket. They would be able to, I think, understand that. But my point is, you could lie and they'd have no idea. Well, this isn't could, about could, who can con someone into this something. Is, how would you sell the game? How would you sell the game? You could just make up whatever game you wanted to make it and be like, yeah, and that's Madden. 
I think it's more meant to be like if you had to introduce someone to a game that's never played a game before and knows nothing about video games, what game would you pick is sort of like what this is saying. Because I, I think this is how do you con someone out of 60 bucks? Well, 70. What would you pick, Tom? <laughs> I was thinking Mario Kart yeah. on the that's a good one. on the Switch. It's a um, beginner game. I think that it's kind of like this game is Switch. always going to be fun. And I think that it's a game that is easy to pick up but difficult to master. So if they get really into it, like they can get really good at it. Um, so that was kind of like when my gut was leading me. Um, and yeah, I think I'm going to stick with that because I think all my other answers are probably like I am thinking not correctly about. I think I would avoid like Call the of Duty switch. like that. <laughs> I think I would avoid the switch with someone who's never played video games before because. You'd, I think you'd want to get them like a, a controller big enough they could see what they're doing in their hands. Like Switch has kind of got the tiny. You give someone buttons. the pro controller. Okay, if you're pro controller, then that's fine, yeah. I guess. Give someone a pro controller, they can figure that out. And then they would know how to navigate the menu because they've argued they've likely used a phone and a touchscreen, so they could then, you know. But yeah, would I wouldn't put this, them in Call of Duty. Is this a person or is this like a caveman wakes up and you're trying to like get him to play? Video yeah, no, this is it's like a caveman. Oh, yeah. then you—he doesn't know how to use a phone. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's uh, well, it's Encino man. Well, yeah, he knows how to go to parties and yeah, and hang out with the weasel. But that's about it. Uh- <laughs> that movie's so good. I should rewatch that movie. <laughs> Brendan Fraser is amazing. Um, so he I, also I, had a yeah. Oh no, go ahead. No, no. Sean Astin, let's the other guy on. in that. Let's move on. Right? Yeah, it's Sean Astin. Sean Astin. I recently yeah, okay. watched that movie. It's good. Oh. How how is it now? Because I haven't watched it in probably a decade. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. It's still definitely a product of its time. Yeah, of course. But unlike some of the movies that came out from then, I'm not like, it's not unwatchable. And also it's like surprisingly not overly offensive. There's definitely like some sexism and like misogyny and other things like that. But I I definitely thought a movie about a man frozen in time playing a caveman was going to be like more racist than it was. Brooke's very excited because she loves Encino Man. It's a and great movie. I, I used to watch it all the time, I, but I haven't seen it in a very long time now. Just and uh, was yeah. it streaming? I think we may we may have like bought it on iTunes or something like that, um, or rented it on on iTunes. That's sixteen ninety nine. That ever spent. did you know? Did you know HBO Max <laughs> recently added The Matrix and Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision? Yeah, I watched. 4K. Them. I watched. Nice. Them oh my god! I watched The Matrix last night with the with the Sonos around and Dolby Atmos. It was amazing yeah i didn't I, understand the second to... third movies till i watched them this time i never really paid attention hard enough to know what was going on it that that i was i was i watched like a really interesting talk on two and three because uh reload and revelations are like very interesting films we'll put it that way um whether they're good or not is another conversation entirely but um <laughs> i actually only showed brooke matrix and i kind of held off on showing two and three because i was like so we got to do the animatrix a- first well, yeah, you got to show the animations, <laughs> but um, I—it's just such a complete film one yeah. that it's very easy to just not watch two and three. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that four is coming out, I'm like really Jones and to yes. watch two and three again. Totally agree. And I think that some of the coolest shit that is in that, obviously, because they got so much fucking money to make two and three after the success of one. I think two. I think two is also. I think three two is was, the one that I like the least. I think two yeah, has two some really okay. cool stuff in it. Two I mean, good. two has some of the best action in all of yeah. the trilogy. For sure. Plus, the, like the Merovingian's really cool. The architect's really cool. 
Three got super fucking uh, weird in, con- in some in, parts for no reason. In concept, I think the architect is cool, but man, that's uh, sure. a drow like conversation they yeah, have yes, for like yes, the last yes. twenty minutes. Yes. Like, the Matrix is just a construct. You know? I mean, <laughs> the Matrix two and three is basically in concept. They're cool. So yeah, yeah. exactly. In concept, they are very very. This cool. was cool when we wrote it down and thought about it for a while, and then we made it. And we're like, yes. Um, Andrew had a follow-up question, which is for Dan. Uh, It's not video game related, but can you give me your opinion on the hottest high school football team in the country right now? Is it Bishop Sycamore? If you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to look it up. But you being the sports guy, I'm confident you already know. Thanks, guys. Andrew Hansel. That's where I hear Cam Newton is going. So, Chris, do you know what it is? Yeah. Cam Cam Newton's going to go there next. I have no idea what we're talking about. So ESPN aired some high school games. They, they were going to air some high school games. And uh, the first, the one that they, it was on TV that's the big deal was IMG, which is like a school where like a lot of like these guys are all going D1. They were like, they're going to get scholarships, D1 yeah. scholarships. They're going like most of them. It's like an NFL pipeline. Okay. Uh, they were playing against this school, the school no one had really heard of called Sycamore Bishop. And um, the reason no one had really heard of them could be because it didn't exist. But, but oh it's interesting. God. Everyone says that, but it does seem to exist because they have students. So, um, but they don't necessarily have a school. So they, so they don't have a school, uh, which is part of the thing. It's like, um, it's they have like a bunch of, ju- so it was a bunch of Juco. It was apparently a bunch of Juco dropouts slash flameouts. These kids were all like twenties and 21 playing at a high school level. <laughs> and they lost 58, nothing by the way. Um, but that's not even the story. The story is how did this team con their way into being on ESPN in this high school game? They'd also apparently played a game like two game, two days earlier. Apparently, the marketing company that they submitted through or whatever didn't look into it at all. Amazing. And like ESPN just trusted the marketing company. And this are they pulling a prank or I don't really know. It's not supposed to be a prank. I think it was just like we want money because they're going to get money from the airtime. And so they got a bunch of people together who were like, yeah, we could totally do this. And they played. It was football fraud. ESPN. It was a fraud, not a prank. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more. Fraud. But isn't it a part of like, isn't the game that they're showing like a part of like a regulated like thing? No, like no. it wouldn't it be like, cool. Well, this is a well-established. This is like it's football, but it's they're showing. They thought they were showing two of the better high school teams in the nation. But it turned out the coach was just lying to a marketing company that then just took everything he said at face value. Like the they didn't check said, anything. Yeah. The announcers for ESPN were like, we could tell something was off because we couldn't find any information or roster or anything on any of the players. This is like the movie with Justin so Long they made accepted where teams? he makes up the college. And then <laughs> no, no, no. Bacon, so Sycamore Bishop is one team. Right. That doesn't They exist. played IMG. IMG is a real okay. high school programmy. Team so what? Thing. But what I'm saying is, is that there would ostensibly be a like. But uh, this uh, wasn't in the high school season. This was like this marketing yeah, company this working like with ESPN. Games. So if you were a high school football team, you could submit to yeah, to play this exhibition games. game that would Got air it. on TV, and your Got team it. would get paid. I for I thought it. that they were airing like games in a high school season. So I was like, well, isn't no, this, this is, all handled by like the board of yeah? This is more the of a school friendly. or like this okay, just, gotcha. This is organized outside Amazing. of any competition level shit, and uh, <laughs> it shows. And the other uh, team so didn't say, well, we don't know who they are. And oh, I don't think they cared. So they were just going to kick the shit out of them. It didn't really matter. This yeah. reminds me of the, uh, did you see the, uh, the, <laughs> the, um, 
the school board thing with the the like phone oh, yeah, the Bart phone, fake name, name prank. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so funny. It was it was like a school board meeting, right? And yeah. uh, they've Dude, obviously yeah. like been having tons of shit with like people saying no, can't wear masks in school. So someone pranked the school board into like yeah, calling like, oh, like these attention. people have questions. Can can you? Yeah. And so they started going down the list, reading off these. Names. <laughs> the guy's They're just like, like, "All right, yeah, up uh, next, Jack Mehoff. Yeah, Jack Mehoff here. Like, Holden <laughs> McGroin. Holden McGroin. It's it's the Eileen Dover. It's the thing from. Uh, and it was like Jokers. ten names in a row. Well, it's, it no, so it's, it's the, Sim- the Simpsons. It is yeah. pretty much. Yeah, some of them Bart were literally just pulled from from the Simpsons. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, does anyone have? I I need Amanda Hug and Kiss. Does yeah, anyone Amanda see Amanda Hug and Kiss? Yeah, that's the classic. So good. So, that kind of thing. So it's a good week for trolling, apparently. <laughs> uh, okay. So I think let's jump into today's game. Anyone want to guess what we're playing? Uh, no. Tom. I almost said game a game. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, again, now, now I want to develop a game called Gamergate. It's going to be, um, it'll be some form of like gatekeeping. I'll, I'll throw out a topic and whoever does the best gatekeeping pitch becomes the gamer gatekeeper. Or that's, you can do another round where you show us a game from a, a game or the name of the game. Oh, that's a really good one. That's a very, <laughs> it's just doors bad. and gates. <laughs> it's called Gamer. Fuck. It's actually a very funny <laughs> idea, uh, but we're not going to do that. Today, we're going to play Bobadi. That's right, Bobadi, the acronym-making game. We have, we've only played this one time before. It's uh, from The Office, where Creed puts down the word Bobadi, and sort of he's like, this. all right, today we're doing Bobadi, and what does this mean? We played it once before. We did, yeah. I think, Numpty was one of our Bobadis, which we had yeah. come up with, and it was like... Uh, stands for business, and yeah, yeah. it stands for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to come up with a bunch of new uh, gamer uh, sayings for acronyms that we're going to create today uh, here on the show. Tommy, do you understand how this is going to work? No, I need a refresher on the rules. Uh, so I'll essentially be um, I wouldn't call myself the judge because I may I may throw forth some ideas as well. But the two of you are primarily going to be coming up and pitching me, the boss, an idea for what the the words stand for on an acronym. I'm giving you the acronym up front. So I'm going to say a word like last time we did one for board meeting that hasn't been prepared. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But you guys are are coming up with them. Um, I think I'm just checking. I think I might have them here. Uh, I don't. I never I didn't save them the last time. That's unfortunate because that was a fun game when we played it the last time. Uh, Okay, so today I wanted to make one of these. I thought this would be good to theme after some of the upcoming games that we have. So today we have a lake. So I need what is what is lake? Um, what's L? What could L be? And it, does it have to be a game, or it can be something in a in a game? Well, I'm giving you the acronym lake. No, like L-A-K-E, we're making but you guys are making. Yeah, you There's guys no are right making answer. something up for it. Oh, it can be anything. No right- yeah, there's no correct answer. Yeah. Okay. But we got the acronym needs to be good though. Damn. Sometimes, sometimes like when we did Xbox, I think, or or maybe it was it was something or it was like hey, something was related to Xbox. Um, 
we actually did make it similar to like a kind of Xboxy saying in the past. It was like an old like gamer saying kind of a thing we came up with. Yeah. So L could be a couple of things. L could be like levitating or light. Oh, we could, and we're coming up separately, right? We're competing. No, no, no. You're working no, together. It's like working together. Man. Oh, this is like, oh, again, it, we're not winning a board. Mini. Just no, added, right, we'll the put ideas. these on a shirt one day. <laughs> you have any good L words that could be related to video games? Or it could be setup word for later. I was thinking large. Large was the thing that came to me. Okay. Kind of, uh, all right. I mean, we can, we can start with it and we can go back and change it. Maybe you can find some inspiration with A. <laughs> okay. Um, Archway. Aut- automated. <laughs> automated. Large automated. Okay. K is a tough one. K is a tough one. That was killing. the one I was getting stuff. Killing, 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 killing. Large automated killing. There we go. But you got to, you got to bring it home with emu. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Emu. <laughs> mm, no. Uh, eagle. <laughs> Large automated killing eagle. That definitely sounds like a, a, a deep, uh, like. Pentagon, like super classified, like <laughs> project they've got in the works. That's like some fucking drone that like kills a bunch of brown people. Um, eggs. <laughs> now you just you're just saying words that begin with e. That's the point. Get off the poultry. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're stuck on the on the. He's like, well, I did eagles. Let's try baby eagles. Eggs. Yeah, let's do where eagles come from. It's tough to find a noun. Na- it has to be a noun because we just described. Yeah. We, have, we have so many descriptors in there. Yeah, you could always change the L of the A too. Large automated killing. Blank. E- uh- <laughs> oh, we got we got we got shirts to sell. We got to pitch these. People got to know. know it's a large like automated this. killing. Edge Lord. Can we change the A? I like large killing Edge Lord, but automated asshole. doesn't fit. No, 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 not asshole killing. Um, <laughs> that's something else. Change it to killer. Large, hold on, large asshole killing Edge Lord is something entirely different. Uh, ob- arbitrarily, <laughs> it doesn't go good on a T-shirt though. So I don't. <laughs> It doesn't even have to be a thing. Like, it doesn't have to be a, a product we're making, Tom. It can be yeah. anything. No, I know. Like, it doesn't have to be an adjective is my point. Yeah. You, you could use asshole. You could do large asshole killer edgelord. <laughs> but large that's, feels that weird sounds se- That sounds sexual. That whole thing sounds sexual. Edgelord? Edge, how does edgelord sound The lord sexual? of edging. No, it's, it's just like a <laughs> troll. I know what it is. I'm saying it sounds like it could be the other you guys are you're letting down the bow body office experience here i've thrown out a lot of ideas <laughs> like eggs <laughs> i mean killer ideas um laser okay yeah. laser action i guess you could have laser act it's like buzz Lightyear, but okay, okay. All right. <laughs> laser <laughs> action <laughs> laser action karate all right. I like it. Large action karate. Egg. That that's 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 not large action. Laser, laser, laser large action. action. Laser, laser action, action karate egg. All right. Let's like, um, you can see the toy. You know, you can see the toy. Egg. 
Yes. Mr. Potato Head and Buzz Lightyear. Cyborg. <laughs> yes, it's like Cyborg Mr. Potato Head. Oh my! But he's God. an egg. Mr. Egghead. <laughs> um, made with real yolk. All right. So Halo Infinite's coming out. Bungie is out there and they're mad. So they're trying to use. I want you guys to make an acronym for Bungie to promote Destiny, but the acronym is Halo. So you're you're promoting a game that's not Halo using the acronym for the letters Halo. It's a video game specifically. It's yeah, make a game related okay. a video game related thing. So, so it's H A L O. Yeah, if yeah. you need that spelled out for you. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. Uh, what is the H? I think it hold for some reason. Oh, that's great. Hold ass ass <laughs> hold ass lick. Like orifices. Uh, I would like to. I, so I think I think there needs to be a an adjustment. Hall ass lick orifices. Okay. All right. Hall ass. Do, do you want to change? No, but if you hold ass, it's you're holding it and then you're going in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hold an ass lick. Can we change it to openings? <laughs> I, 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 I like. Okay. I like it. I like okay. it. Just if it, it, it works a little bit better with the phrasing, I think orifices doesn't roll off the tongue uh, unless you're doing it right. You know what I'm saying? Um, hold mm. ass lick openings. Incredible. Uh, wow. <laughs> now that's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt right there, Tom. And it's you got like, the image though. Yeah, you need the image of Chris doing that. Hold his ass. hands out in front. That is definitely, that is definitely, I definitely saw that on a t-shirt at the beach this week in one of them, <laughs> you know, the, the, <laughs> The stores, you know, now you would think maybe beach stores would uh, get with the times, maybe make mm-hmm. less like racist and homophobic uh, yeah, shirts to sell doing. at the beachfront. But no, they are just as uh, just as fucked up as they were 20 years ago. Yeah, that makes sense, though, doesn't it? Yep. People don't change. <laughs> I would have thought the beach would be where, <laughs> where the most liberal ideas come. Um, Tom, mm-hmm. Dan, one more acronym. Game Pass, G A M E P A S S. So this this should be um, like a a good gamer related slogan. What a, what a, what is it? Game Pass. The whole thing. Yeah, we're gonna do. You got a you got an intricate one coming here. Get all my. Okay, get eggs. Get all my <laughs> is like G A M. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the E is. Uh, <laughs> eggs. No. <laughs> X. Get all my. I was thinking energy. Get all my energy. Get all my energy. Push. Okay. Around some stuff. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe you should be more aggressive with this. Maybe get all my is a little too. Okay. It's a lot of setup for for maybe go get uh, all my experience. Okay. Uh points. Get all my experience points. Oh, okay. I see what you're at social security. Uh <laughs> I don't know. What's the SS? <laughs> get all my get all my experience points and stop okay. spending. Ah. No? Did you hear it, Chris? I did. Um, 
I'm just wondering if there's a better way to phrase that. Start spending. Okay. Start <laughs> spending. That's good. Get all my experience points and start. I like that. That's pretty good. Get all my experience points and start spending. All right. So today we created uh, Lake, which is laser action karate egg. Um, we created <laughs> Halo, old ass lick <laughs> openings. That's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has like a good uh, flow to that, say. <laughs> old ass lick openings. And of course, Game Pass, which is get all my experience points and start spending. I love that. Yeah. That's great. I like how it, it, the setup you gave for us was that Bungie's trying to get people to play their game instead of Halo, but yeah. all we did was tell people how to eat ass. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, let's clock out. Danny boy. You can find me at Big Danny 15 on Twitch, on Twitter, on PlayStation, and the Big Danny 15 on Xbox. Tom? You can find me at Great Brits Home on each and every platform. I am at Christian underscore Humes. We are at the Unranked Podcast. You can find us on every podcast platform. Leave a review if you haven't. We'd really appreciate it. We have our Patreon. All of our links are in the show notes. And as always, forever and ever, stay unranked. SI stands for suck it. Oh. It does. It does indeed. See.